0: Welcome to the Move With Tank podcast with your host, Dr. Michael Tansini. He is a doctor of physical therapy, owner of Ground to Overhead Physical Therapy, a strength and conditioning coach former college athlete, four-time CrossFit regional athlete, and a national-level Olympic weightlifter. On the show, he will cover ways for active individuals and athletes, just like you, to stay healthy and improve their performance without the need of surgery, injections, and pain medication. If you ever have any questions for Dr. Tancini, which you would like answered, send over an email or message through Instagram at drtank_dpt. underscore DPT. So without further ado, here's your host, Dr.
1: Tank. What is up, guys? Dr. Tank, Dr. Tansini here. Welcome to season three. Uh, This is the third season of the Move with Tank podcast. Man, a lot of this happened in Ground Red PT and... And in my life, since shoot, since season two ended, I got some a bunch that I want to share with you guys, and uh, I want to introduce you guys to a few new uh, things that have been going on at a Ground Overhead PT. So, first and for foremost, I want to introduce our new team member, Dr. Brett Rosen. Uh, he is awesome. Uh, I got him here on the show with me. Brent and I we're going to be start. We're going to be tag teaming a, a lot of these shows together, trying to answer questions for uh, everyone. Uh, bring a clinical uh, perspective. Um, see if we can help guide you guys through some different causes and treatments, and um, just so that you guys have a better idea on the path forward based off of these uh, specific questions. So remember, if you guys have questions, send us over a message on Instagram and we will answer your question on the show uh, as well as right back to you. And uh, we're gonna be coming at you guys one day every week. It'll come out every Thursday. It'll be a mix of us answering questions for you guys and uh, bringing on some really awesome guests. We've got almost the entire season done so far and uh man i'm super pumped to get these shows out to you there's a lot of awesome things happening around the triangle so but the before we jump into our first question of the season uh brett what's up
0: man hey how's it going thanks for uh thanks for having me on and excited to uh answer a few questions
1: yeah yeah so uh so everyone brett yeah brett is gonna be You know, um, Brett's the newest member at Ground to Overhead PT. So, uh, yeah, Brett, so tell everyone, man, a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, obviously, I'm a physical therapist,
0: strength and conditioning coach as well. Kind of my two groups of athletes I really like working with are my tennis players and uh, hockey players, uh, along with uh, functional fitness athletes. So kind of my background, um, I played hockey growing up. Um, That was kind of my main sport. I was always active, but that was the sport I played. Um, Then I went off to grad school. I met my now girlfriend who was a pro tennis player at the time. She's now retired Um, and she's the one who got me really into tennis. And then I've always just been involved with some kind of, you know, I've done everything from CrossFit to Olympic lifting, bodybuilding and uh, cycling, long distance running. So I just kind of every couple of years, I kind of dive into something new, get really into it until I kind of burn myself out and then move on to the next, uh, activity. And, uh, yeah, so I just like to stay active and like to work with people
1: that are active. Sweet man. What's your, uh, thing right now? What's the, what's the thing you're diving into now?
0: So during the pandemic, cause the gyms were closed, I got really into uh, ultra running. So that's you know, anything over 26 miles. So I was, um, doing a ton of running with the gyms closed and just doing some like, playground workouts on the pull-up bars and then um now the gyms are open i've gravitated back towards uh lifting trying to get stronger build my uh squat deadlifts and all that and just doing cardio on the side to stay healthy but um
1: more lifting now gotcha so um do you treat your squat every days as a uh as your uh, cardio
0: yes yeah, so i've slowly uh tapered away from the squat every day so <laughs> <laughs> knees were starting back at me. So now I'm, um, following, uh, Sonny Webster, the, the, uh, the, uh Olympic lifting, uh, Olympian, uh, following his squat program that someone sent over to me and it's much more appropriate, like two or three days a week. So, and it's got, you know, all your accessories and hinge movements and some Olympic lifting in there. So,
1: yeah. Sweet. Awesome, man. Now, um, So you played hockey, you know, uh, now have you like, what'd you do prior to coming on at ground overhead?
0: So I was, uh, I went to school at Campbell. So back in the day, I, um, right after undergrad, I had always planned, I was going to go to PT school and, uh, I was like, well, I'll just take a year and see what I want to do. And I had a friend who, had a position at their company. And I just like went and interviewed and got the job. And so that one year turned into five years. I was an inventory analyst over at a company, uh, like an ExxonMobil partner company and um, working in a cubicle eight hours a day. And I absolutely hated it. So I was like, what am I doing in my life? I can't do this for another year. I can't spend another day in this cubicle. So I um, started taking night classes and Said, all right, I'm gonna go back to PT school. So that was like five years ago and went to PT school. And um, and then you know, it's just three years of trying to figure out what is PT exactly and who do I want to work with, and where am I gonna find my my niche and what am I gonna do that I you know, I knew I wanted to do something to make me happy because I was so miserable at my old job. And I've always known I've you know, I've always been an active person, always loved um uh working with people. I was a personal trainer way back in the day in undergrad. And uh, so it just kind of like felt pretty natural for me to eventually
1: go down the PT route. I'm glad I did. Awesome, man. So uh, what's your favorite part of uh, working uh, here at Ground Red? Probably
0: when um, people like write me emails or, or tell me like um, towards the end of our sessions that they're just feeling so much better because I I spend a lot of time planning what I'm going to do with people. And um, it's not like I just, you know, roll in that morning and just kind of uh, without a plan. I, I really try to spend a lot of time thinking about every person I work with and what specific route we need to take to get them better. And so when that pays off, it's
1: completely worth it. So That's awesome, man. It's awesome. And uh, would you say the people we work with are uh, pretty awesome? Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, uh, everyone I work with, it's a lot of the same stories like um, being active is most of us aren't professional athletes. We're just people that love working out or love exercising or playing sports because it's who we are and it makes us feel better and we want to age well and feel good. And so I think uh, we both can relate to that a lot. And so, you know, it's like talking to one of your friends from the court or uh, on the ice or
1: in the gym. Sweet, man. Well, uh, all right. So now, how often do you think we hear and see golfer's elbow uh, here in the gym or here, here in our practice?
0: Uh, it's probably like a top five, top five diagnoses in the clinic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we see a lot of this and um, you know, it's like the golfer's elbow, but it's normally not a golfer coming in. It's normally having to do with uh, uh, some kind of crossfitter uh a weightlifter, you know, functional fitness athlete. They're the ones who who actually tend to get that golfers elbow. And uh to the point when like golfers elbow should be probably called also uh CrossFit elbow. So um all right man Ray dive into our first question because yeah, because this is exactly what we're talking about today. So everyone I got this question or or this question popped up on a um, training group that I'm personally uh, a part of in like the water cooler section. uh, This athlete was asking for some advice and I thought, Hey, what better question to answer on our first show than uh, this one here, because the amount of time that we actually work with people on this exact thing. So here's the question. And and Brett, I'm going to, Read out the question. I'm gonna let you take it, run, run with it. See what see what your thoughts are, and I'm gonna kind of follow it up in the back, okay? And everyone, right. Brett, Brett really hasn't hasn't really even seen this question, so this is uh he hasn't he hasn't had much time to prep off his head for this. This is just something he, he knows off the back of his hand. So, all right. So uh, the question is. I've been having an elbow tendonitis issue that's been building for the past two to three months. It's more of a golfer's elbow issue because it's more on the inside of the forearm. Things like cleans, jerks, snatches, strict pull-ups, upside-down work seem to aggravate it the most. I've been able to suck it up and push through it on most things, but definitely not getting better. Any thoughts on what I can do to help with the pain and make it go away? What what do you think, Brett? All right.
0: right. So uh, first things that come to mind, uh, well, first off, super, super common, like you said, with the CrossFitters or functional athletes or anyone who's doing a bunch of like barbell work or like uh, a bunch of work on the rig, like uh, bar muscle-ups or toes-to-bar pull-ups and all that. First couple things come to mind is looking at um, what's happening up the chain. So um, looking at the shoulder. So we know if you're not as mobile or stable as you need to be in the shoulder, you're actually going to put a lot of forces on that elbow. Taking them through some kind of mobility screen and seeing how well is that shoulder rotating. Can they get into a good front rack position? Can they get into a good overhead position? Can they get down into like if they're doing like ring, uh, ring dips? Can they get in that good like extended shoulder position? And if that shoulder's not moving as well as it needs to, what is happening at the elbow to compensate? And then uh, vice versa, looking down the chain at the wrists and saying, okay, like, are they those people that have no wrist extension? So now they're cranking that elbow to try to get under the bar, or are they someone that have to do front squats holding it here because they can't get the shoulder uh, range of motion in front rack? So looking at the shoulder um, and say they have great mobility and great stability, then saying, okay, what has changed in your training? So, like, have you had a huge increase in volume? A lot of people like coming out of quarantine have basically gone from doing just about nothing to trying to get back to their old self two years ago. So they've doubled the volume and it could be have great mobility and stability of your elbow, wrist and shoulder, but the volume's too much. And you've created this chronic tendon issue that's gone from inflammatory, like itis, tendonitis, to more of a chronic, degenerative, progressive issue like tendinopathy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man, uh, dude, you're, dude, you're spot on there, huh? You know, like, uh, I mean, with athletes, we see, you know, this medial elbow pain a lot with CrossFitters, a lot with with Olympic weightlifters. And just like Brett, uh, you were saying, like, it comes down to, one, positioning. So, can the person get into that good front rack or that good over, overhead position? Uh, without compensating at the elbow. Now, with this athlete, you know they said there was both cleans, jerks, snatches, strict pull-ups, upside down work. So that leads us to, him to be like, okay, like cleans, like like how's that front rack? Jerks, once again, how's that front rack? But also, how's the overhead positioning? Because as as we know, like when you're locked out up overhead, like and that shoulder is pretty funky. Um, and, and you can't generate the position at the shoulder needed you're gonna put a super ton of stress right on the inner part of that elbow which can then give you pain when you're up overhead you know pull-ups right you know we've we've got a gotta look at there so pull-ups said so strict pull-ups and which leads me to believe like one is probably not the pull-up that's actually doing it but with the all the forearm muscles connecting right on the inner part of uh, that elbow you will see and and some of the pullers also connecting towards the inside of uh, that elbow we will see then an overload of the of the tissues and just giving the tissue a little bit more they can handle so it's more of like a capacity problem at uh that point with the tissues uh you know like Uh, this athlete also said that upside down work also aggravates it. Remember when you're upside down, you're up overhead in that overhead locked out position. If there's something funky going on at the shoulder, right. It's going to put a lot of tension on the inner part of, uh, that elbow. So, yeah. So, so Brett, you, uh, hit it spot on, you know, like uh, this athlete, you know, it's been happening for, for two to three months. Uh, We have to first look back. Okay. Like what was the trigger? Because these mobility and stability problems were probably there before this came on. And uh, sure. Like they, they might be setting the table for this to happen, but there's some kind of loading or volume trigger there, which is then uh, causing this athlete problem. So one identifying that two, you know, being able to figure out, okay, like, are there these uh, mobility deficits and uh, stabilization issues so that one, you can start working on the underlying issues of what's actually going on so that you can take pressure off the inner part of of that elbow. Three, right, we have to look at capacity. So capacity of what the tissue is actually capable of. uh, What we've seen is, the athlete's gone past the tissue capacity that she can handle and it's now aggravating her and it's just not getting better. And, uh, three or, uh, lastly, right. Um, we've, you know, then got to work with that athlete on ways in which she can, you know, modify training so that she can still see progress the way that she wants to, but also, uh, while giving her the ability to gradually load that tendon and gradually load that medial elbow so that she can get out of a painful state, but also get it back to the capacity, which she actually needs. Uh, would you, would you say that's, uh, what, uh, you had in mind Tim? Yeah. I think a lot of the people I talk to, um, I think
0: there's really only two options, either, Quit what they're doing all together for a month or two and just rest or to just push through the pain and really neither are really the route you want to go down. More controlled loading, addressing the mobility issues, the stuff you, you um, picked up on or touched on and um, loading it in a way that you start to strengthen and build the capacity of those tendons will go much further than just rest.
1: Yeah. So, all right. So we got, we got about one, one minute left here. What's if uh, you you were to tell this athlete, you know, two things that she should be doing, what are they?
0: So I would do some kind of soft tissue work. So, um, if it's a lacrosse ball, peanut tennis ball, um, just getting it in on the inside of that elbow, not on the bony prominence, but just distal or, down towards the wrist a bit, a couple inches, and then working all the way up till you're a couple inches above the wrist, spending a little bit of time. You can either work the ball all the way down or you can pin it down onto the wall or onto a table and floss that wrist back and forth, floss the fingers back and forth. Um, And then I would take that lacrosse ball and I would start doing some kind of mobility work at the shoulder, whether that's uh, pinning down the lat or the pec and going through that overhead position or you could try isometrics. So we know, like you said, those tendons are going to flex the wrist, fingers, and some of the pulling motion. Doing some kind of isometric that is like 60 to 70% of your capacity um, and holding it for a long time, like upwards of 150 seconds, but using pain as an indicator. So um, if we think zero is no pain, 10 is emergency room, somewhere in that zero to three range where you, maybe you feel a little bit, but it's not sharp stabbing. You're not grimacing. It's not a it's not beating your head against the wall type pain
1: yeah awesome and yeah yeah those are all all great things that would definitely help this athlete a lot probably so now uh yeah i'm I'm gonna second that like one get it freed up a, a little bit better just so it feels a little bit better uh two you know start looking at the positioning uh you know like first you know go after a mobility up overhead but also think about okay like if this athlete, I've, I've never seen her. Uh, we've, we, we've never seen her, but if she's super hyper-mobile, uh, maybe like she just doesn't need to do mobility and she just needs to get a better overhead position and, uh, and a better front rack position. Uh, and then three, you know, begin to load it a little bit. So begin to load it with that isometric, begin to load it with uh, like a, a dumbbell uh, wrist curl, Um, on a super slow tempo uh, to try and gradually help that tendon heal. You know, modification in her program is crucial. Uh, Being able to, one, uh, you know, give her a little bit of pulling stimulus uh, so that she can continue to make goals uh, towards her training goals, but also, you know, being able to throttle back enough to actually get her back in the positive adaptation of what she's doing uh, so that she can get over this pain and help it feel better. You know, like lastly, I say to this athlete, know that this isn't going to be a binary lights on, lights off, pain on, pain off type deal. The elbow is going to stay cranky for quite a while, but we really want to look at these uh, different objective measures uh, with, with pain and loading tolerance to help you get all the way back to what you're doing. I would say uh, from a performance standpoint, uh, this is something you definitely wanna take care of as we know CrossFit is highly pulling, has has a lot of pulling in it. And if you have pulling or you have elbow pain when you're trying to grip and pull, uh, your forearm strength and forearm endurance and pulling strength and pulling endurance are gonna be a lot less and uh which will negatively impact you when you're uh, competing so yep that's all all i got Brett. You got anything else man
0: oh no, i think that that's that's good advice especially setting the tone of like you know I, I think a lot of people think either something's really messed up with their elbow or or um it's going to go away like next week and with tendonitis or or um golfers or tennis elbow you're looking at uh, several months to really get it pain under control and start to see your Uh, capacity go up and your performance increase but like you said looking for that kind of
1: objective progress week to week so awesome man well that's our question uh for the week remember if you guys have any other questions shoot them on over brett man i'm super pumped to have you on the show with me super pumped to have you in the clinic uh i really couldn't have asked for a better person to team up with to um help improve people's lives and uh dude thank you so much for coming on multiple fronts and uh i'll let you get to that next individual you got coming in but uh awesome man brett thanks man and uh uh we'll make sure we get you on or you're gonna be on on a lot this season but uh they're gonna they're gonna hear you next episode awesome so thanks for having me and uh looking forward to it sweet awesome guys remember this is dr tang dr Tansini. we'll see you next time Okay guys, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you found the content useful and I hope it helps you avoid an unneeded surgery uh, or an unneeded injection in the future. Now in practice, my goal is to save 1 million active individuals from the unneeded surgeries, injections, and pain meds that they don't need while helping them stay active and performing the activities that they love to do. Now... Guys, I cannot reach that many people all by myself. I really need your help. So if you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your friends, with your families, or with anyone who you feel really needs to hear it. By doing so, you may just save that person from an unneeded surgery or injection that they really do not need. If you're not following me yet on social media, find me on Instagram at DrTank underscore dpt and on facebook at ground to overhead physical therapy thanks for listening to the show today guys Uh, i hope you enjoyed it and i look forward to seeing you guys here again next time on the move with tank podcast